Welcome to the Virtual Chapter Podcast, the show that helps you become a world-class virtual CEO, run a profitable and scalable online business, and build a thriving virtual team. We're talking the systems, strategies, and leadership skills that will help you show up, sell out, and do it all with a mountain of ease. Each week, we'll be breaking down the operation side of online business in a way that feels fun and inspiring. We'll share tech tools and tips, systems to streamline and scale, secrets to hiring and leading your high-performing team, and interviews with leading business experts to show you what it really takes to build your business online. I'm your host, Nivek Harrison, CEO of The Virtual Chapter, an award-winning virtual support agency where we help leading coaches, consultants, and creatives build businesses bigger than themselves, create a global impact with a virtual team, and generate more cash than they ever knew possible. Are you ready to up-level your online business? Let's dive in. Something I often talk to business owners about, especially when they come to me having had a negative team relationship in the past, a relationship maybe with a VA or other service provider that hasn't worked out the way they expected, is about having a really critical look at our place in that relationship, right? It's so easy to assign blame to the team member. They weren't skilled enough. They didn't care enough. They just weren't good enough. They didn't communicate, whatever it is. And it's really hard to take a reflective look at ourselves and see where maybe we weren't setting up our team for success or supporting our people through working with us. So something I wanted to talk about today is expectations on your team and whether or not maybe you're falling into the trap of having really unrealistic expectations and thinking that the problem in your business is them and not you. And I know that's hard to hear, but we're going to talk about it. And these are things that you can absolutely address. And often they're really simple shifts in the way that you work with people, the way that you think about business, the way that you lead, so that your team feels supportive and can create epic results for you. Here's the problem with having unrealistic expectations. The first thing is often it leads to missed deadlines, tasks not being completed, really poor attention to detail or just an average quality of work because we're setting our people up to fail a little bit. It can also lead to really poor team culture, team morale and high turnover. And when you're a small business and you're a team of, you know, one, two, maybe up to five, having high turnover is a really costly issue in business. If you are going through VAs every three months, it's really easy to convince yourself that nobody can do it the way you can and it's everybody else's fault when actually we need to look within and look at how we are working with our people so that we can set them up to succeed. The top sort of four most unrealistic expectations I see in the service provider space, specifically when working with virtual assistants or online business managers, the first one is expecting perfection. (laughs) This is something I see all the time around my team member made a mistake Are they the right fit for me anymore? What do I do about it? And I think it's if you're expecting your team to always get it right, you're setting themselves and you up for failure, right? We are human. We are going to stuff things up. I don't expect anybody on my team to be perfect ever, right? I mean, I get it. We would all love (laughs) to have somebody who doesn't make mistakes, but we also make mistakes in business, right? We are so guilty of stuffing things up, scheduling an email at the wrong time, getting a time zone wrong, 
having a typo in a social media graphic or a social media post, we've all made mistakes. And so expecting your team not to make mistakes and then criticizing or punishing them when they do is really not good for team culture and for your relationship with that person. You can expect a really high standard of work. That is completely valid. And that is something that you should be checking for through your hiring process of vetting the right people. But expecting perfection is really unfair. When mistakes do happen, the best thing we can do is address them, put a plan in place to make sure the process or whatever needs to change changes so those same mistakes don't happen again and move on. I have conversations like this with my clients all the time of like, oh, this was missed. How do we make the process better? And that's on both of you. That's on everybody in the team or everyone involved in the process. How do we make this process more effective? Do we need to document a step that was maybe missed? Are we using technology that you need additional training in? Is it coming from a place of overwhelm? And I'll talk to that in a moment. Um, But how do we address the problem, fix the problem? If they keep making mistakes, then we have a bigger issue, right? Then we're starting to look at, is this person the right fit? But expecting them never to make a mistake is really, really unfair. The second thing I see as one of the really unrealistic expectations is expecting your VA or your team member to have really high availability for you and to have really fast turnaround times for you. Now, this will vary based on the type of relationship you have. And I'm talking specifically when working with contractors, because that's the majority of the agreements in this online business space is we're working with contractors. We're not working with employees. One of the key differentiators between employee and contractor is you don't get to dictate their work hours as a contractor. You don't get to say, I need you to be available nine to five, Monday to Friday, in case I have something for you. The exception, if you're hiring them full-time and paying them for all of those hours, then of course they can be available for you. But when you have a VA who's in your business, maybe it's five hours a week, maybe it's 10 hours a week. That is at most a quarter of their working week right? They're not going to be available to you 24 seven. They're not going to respond to you instantly because you send a message. And most of all, it's unfair to expect them to turn projects around in really short periods of time. So something we do when we go through our onboarding process is we're very upfront about this with clients. I am a big believer that you do not need to work in business hours to be effective. I do not care when you work so long as work is done by the deadline and where we need to have crossover communication, you're available for that. So it looks like having, you know, some availability during business hours because that is when most people work, but also knowing you can clock on, quote, clock on after hours, what we would consider after hours, maybe it's after the kids go to bed to get things done. And allowing your team that flexibility is going to serve you so much more than expecting them to be available the minute you need something. It's also going to help you grow as a business owner because it's going to take you out of this reactive space of I need this right now and into the headspace of I have to plan, I have to prepare, I have to brief my team, we need to work ahead. The third thing is expecting our team to be mind readers. Expecting them to just know what's going on, expecting them to look for information that maybe we haven't given them. And in some circumstances, that's completely valid. In some relationships, there is an expectation of I've briefed you part of the way you can go find the rest of the information that you need. But particularly when working with a virtual assistant, it is your job as the business leader to brief them on what they need to know. 
And that includes every single little piece of the process, right? I've spoken about this in a previous episode about the importance of over-communicating with your team, of almost oversharing what's going on in business. Even if it doesn't feel relevant to them, it's going to help them support you and make great decisions for you. Where we expect our team to be mind readers and just to know that we've got a really busy week or just to know that this project was coming up when we actually haven't told them is really unfair. And especially, again, when we're criticizing or punishing or reprimanding somebody for that, for something that is without, like outside their control, it's really important that you as the business owner are over-communicating all the time about what's happening in business. The fourth unrealistic expectation (laughs) is expecting your team member to know everything, to just be able to do everything, to do everything to the standard. You expect to do everything well, to know every piece of technology and process and system and just be this incredible unicorn problem solver who can handle anything you throw at them. And while there are, there's certainly, particularly again, like if you're looking for an OBM, there is a skill set there that you're looking for of somebody who can problem solve really well, who can troubleshoot, who can figure it out. Again, if you're working with a VA, that's not necessarily a fair expectation to have of somebody, right? Your expectation of them is that one, you should have hired them with some really specific job scope in mind. Maybe you've hired somebody who is really great at graphics, expecting them to suddenly be really great at copywriting because that's what you need is unfair, is really unrealistic. Expecting somebody to just know how to use a new piece of technology that you've brought into your business is really unreasonable, right? There, It would be so good. (laughs) This is what I do for a living. It would be so good if I could hire somebody who just knew every single system in the online business space, right? But there are so many to choose from. If we're talking email marketing platforms, it could be ConvertKit, it could be MailChimp, it could be MailerLite, it could be ActiveCampaign, it could be Entreport, it could be Infusionsoft or whatever they've rebranded to. Like there's so many options, right? And so expecting your team member, especially when you're going through the hiring process, expecting them to know everything and be able to use everything and do everything is really unfair. We often want the easy way, right? Of like, I just want to hire one team member who can do all of these things in business for me. But actually what we have is a breadth of roles, a breadth of job functions that should be different roles. Maybe you need a tech VA and a social media manager. Maybe you need an OBM and somebody who's great at customer service front end. Being really critical in what you're looking for so that you can hire people who are really great at those things is incredibly important. And essentially the way that we do this within the agency is we hire VAs across a breadth of skills and we pair them up with the, with the client that we think is going to, there's going to be a match of like 80 plus percent of what the client needs and what the team member can deliver. And then we have the rest of our team in the back end. So there might be some tasks that are delegated behind the scenes. We might be providing training or support to a team member who maybe isn't confident in a certain piece of tech or in a certain process. But when you're hiring a solo VA, you don't necessarily have that. And so expecting them to be able to do everything just because we've done everything as the business owner, it's not reasonable, right? We have to do everything as business owners when we're building. It's just a requirement of going into entrepreneurship and doing it for yourself is figuring it out. We cannot then put that same expectation onto other people. 
especially when we're hiring them. So being really, really clear on what you're looking for, what the job function is, and then knowing that the other things they might be learning, they might be figuring out, it might take them a little bit longer, or they might not be as strong in those areas, or you might just need another person is all part of figuring out what your team structure looks like. I hope this episode has been really helpful. I think it's so important that we're really realistic about what we can achieve with our teams, what we can do, what they're capable of and how they can best support us so that you have a team that thrives. You have a team culture where everybody is supportive and respectful and performing really, really well, because that's where the business growth magic happens, right? The business growth doesn't happen when you are changing VAs every three months. That is exhausting. (laughs) That is not a fun process. That is a very expensive, costly process to be going through. Your business success really relies on you being able to lead your team effectively and managing expectations is one of the biggest pieces in that puzzle. As always, I would so love to hear from you. Come on over to Instagram to continue the conversation. Flick me a DM at the virtual chapter and I will see you next time.